Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Friday morning to you. How you doing? Hope it's a good start, good day. Heading into the last weekend of 2023. When we reconvene on Tuesday, fellows, it will be 2023 plus one equals 2024. Got right to the bottom. Remember when we were kids growing up in the 70s? No. I barely remember it either. But remember, you know, they used to, teachers used to talk to us about what life will be like in the year 2000. You're thinking, man, that's so far away. The year 2000. We thought we we're going to have flying cars and God knows what else. And, you know, the aliens were going to come down and we were going to be hanging out with the aliens. And now we're here we are, 2024. Well, Prince still alive, what, came still out with what? Uh, 1999. In like 84? Somewhere through there? Yeah, it was after. It yeah. was before Purple Rain. So it was like early. It was early like, yeah, it was yeah. before Purple Purple Rain was 1984. So, yeah. And, I and was, remember he said yeah, 2000, yeah. Zero, zero, party over. Uh-huh. And remember we had the Y2K scare. Oh, and how did we work out of that? I guess we did okay. Remember they thought everything was just going to shut down as, as, as soon as the no, clock struck gonna, midnight? That'll probably happen on March 11th at 2 a.m. Right. When, when the Soviets take over all of our you know infrastructure. But remember remember uh, how scared everybody was? And then, the you know. Russians. The, right. The the clock struck midnight, and it was 2000. Everyone was like, oh, we're still alive. Everything's good. The world's still here. Still here. You know, I remember the buildup to the year 2000. Here we are, 2024, just about. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I remember when that came out, thinking how old I would be in 2000. Me too. When I was a teenager, and, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to be 30 yeah. in the year 2000. I'm going to be so Am old. Am I that much older than you? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 53. Yeah, I was going I was... But we won't do the math on me. All right. Anyway, so, um, yeah. Do you do resolutions? First off, hello, Patton. How are you Hi, doing? Patton, you remember, what's up, buddy? You remember uh, the early Prince music of the early 80s? Like you it were was there. yesterday. You were there. <laughs> you had your, had your beret on. To kind of uh, play into your guys' talk, uh, this April will be seven years since I graduated high school. Just crazy. Wow. It feels like I was just... At DCA, walking around the halls yesterday. <laughs> Time flies, my man. Take yes. it from us. Yep. Right? Bogey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I keep getting congratulations on Alice Rose, my granddaughter. And the thing that it goes back is it's still surreal because my daughter, Grace, is always going to be my little girl. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, obviously. Yeah. That's my that's little your, girl. That's your little princess. That's my little girl. And it's really surreal Holding the little girl of my little girl. <laughs> that's gotta be, you know, it is. That's got to be weird. a trip, man. Holding the little girl of my little girl. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, big weekend plan? Yeah, man. I, uh, my friend Aaron got into town uh, last night. We uh, we went out for a little bit last night. We're going to, we got more to do. We're going to Music City Bowl tomorrow. So, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, 
Um, yeah, you know, we'll we'll see where the weekend takes us. Uh, we got some tentative plans, but uh, he had an interesting. You know, he flew. I think he flew American, and so he had a layover in Charlotte, and there was some kind of issue on his on his second leg of his of his journey to where they actually had to remove a guy off the plane, but didn't appear he did anything wrong. And you know, they they he was asleep in the in the in the seat waiting for the plane to take off. Security came on, woke him up, said, get your stuff. You're getting off the plane. And then several minutes later, he came back on the plane and he was like kind of like harumphing and just like slamming his, his bags and stuff like that. And my buddy turned around. The guy was in the seat right behind him or right in front of him, my buddy was. And he turned around and said, everything okay? He's like, yeah, everything's fine. So, well, but no, no explanation no. at all as to what that was, but they were delayed by like an hour. Well, Probably had to go out and pay them off to let's you know here, 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 here let me let me stroke you out a few skins let's get this thing on the road so I showed him I showed him a little midtown action last night oh. and then you know obviously as the weekend goes along we'll kind of gravitate more towards you know my uh, my home turf Broadway you know Johnny Nashville style we get it Patton big weekend. <laughs> Not a lot, to be honest. I am just going to be sitting on my couch at my house, just taking in every sport I can watch uh, this week. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Don't get many days like in days like this, weekends like this, but yeah, uh, going to be a lot of ball watching. Looking forward to the basket and foot variety. Yeah. Get to watch my. What about you, Greg? I've got to do university showcase tomorrow morning. I got a double header uh, tomorrow afternoon, radio TV. The. Mm -hmm. Uh, Little Rock Trojans come to town, and I'll have we'll have that the uh, men's game at three thirty here tomorrow afternoon on National Sports Radio. Uh, so that, and then yeah. nothing. I've got to that my uh, one thing I do every year is the uh, bone in prime rib or a prime rib mm-hmm. roast, mm-hmm. and uh, I got to go over to Roy's Meat Service or get, Smith's get, Neighborhood get Supermarket. One of the two. Uh, Jeff Roy over at Roy's Meat Service doesn't know I'm coming yet. Well, he does now. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I do every, every new year's day, but I'm trying to talk the family into letting me do it Sunday morning. Okay. That way we have it Sunday and Monday, right? Right. right. Cause yeah. if we have it Monday. We're off to work Tuesday. Right. So I want to eat red meat more quicker. <laughs> there you go. Uh, to answer your original question, new year's resolutions. Um, yes and no. I have, I try to set like realistic goals for myself, you know, for the upcoming year. So I don't know if that's necessarily a resolution. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to quit drinking or I'm going to lose 20 pounds or whatever. Maybe not so much that, but it's like, you know, I'm going to, you know, be better, make better financial decisions or, you know, just little things like that. Well, because I mean, you know, you know, a lot of people say, what's the biggest thing? I got to lose weight, you know? I probably could stand to lose a few pounds, but I do work out pretty regularly, so that's really not a thing. So I try to set more realistic goals Me, as, opposed, just, as opposed to, like, resolve to do something. My years of you resolutions just have a little bit more common sense about things, you know, Amen, that, that are detrimental to you. Because 2024 food-wise. is going to be an interesting year. Yeah. The, you know? um, um, I will tell you that from where I and you guys see me just about every day and where I am I've lost 25 pounds from this time last year. Oh, yeah. I you can know? tell. Yeah. I can tell. So, I was a big fat ass this time last year. No, I'm not going to say I'm just, that. I'm just a regular one I'm just going to say that. I'm not going to say that. I'm well, just I did. Say- <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, so, you know, they've got 
you know, things, but 2023 was an amazing year for me. You know, yeah. the hat trick. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Granddaughter. Partner with the National Partner Cat. with the National Academy. So, Dude. Uh, but uh, Dude, you're living your best life, man. I'm jealous. <laughs> Pat, what about you? You got any uh, New Year's resis? Well, uh, it's going to be hard to top 2023. Yeah, to you've honest. had a hell of a year, too. Was, How about this? Getting married in 2024. Yeah. Is that your resolution? Uh, getting married. So let's, 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 <laughs> let's, let's recap it. Got engaged, yep. bought a house. Uh, and really starting to, I don't know, I... 2022, 2023, I'd already graduated college, but you don't really feel like an adult. I'm still kind of living at home. I'm not really yeah. paying much bills, but right. now I'm starting to experience the getting real, isn't it? It is. <laughs> it is. It is getting real. But no, I just ish gets real, bro. <laughs> just kind of like what you guys are talking about. Financially, can probably always be smarter. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I, I got a suit to fit in here in about five months. It'll be five months on uh, on Monday to where. We tie the knot, so I, I've got a suit to fit into. So I'm I'm down a few lbs, but yeah. I'm looking to get down a few more. So we'll see. So Sounds you like wait, you need yeah. a trainer. Tell you're, you what I'm going to do. Oh, here we go. I'm going to train you for free, my friend. Oh. I'm going to get you ready for that wedding. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, John, thank you. I'm going to set I'm going to set up a program yeah. for you. If we can't meet face to face, I'm yeah. going to set up a program for you. You got to follow it absolutely because I'm going to be on your butt about it. I need that, but I'm going to get I'm going to get you ready for your wedding. How about that? John, that means a lot. Thank well, you. Well, here's what I'm going to do for you, uh, Patton. Uh, every morning at 11 o'clock, I'm going to work on your physical regimen as well. Every morning yeah. at 11 o'clock, I want you to walk over to Krispy Kreme and get us some donuts. <laughs> and bring yeah, I mean, that's a good walk. That's, yeah. good, yeah, that's, good. that's good. You get your heart rate you up. Go. That's good cardio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to run away from a few folks on the walkover as well. <laughs> no, but seriously, I got you, man. John, All right, you. we'll talk. Titans yesterday out in practice. Um, the more I think about this, and oh, by the way, let me tell you what we got coming up. Obviously, Ryan Callahan, Go Vols 24-7. We do them just about every Friday at 925. Our Pick It With the Pickers, presented by Tim Leaper Roofing. It is going to be the Reeds. The dad, Rod, the son, Marcel, who just balled out uh, for Texas A&M. And you know, if they would have won, he would have been the MVP. Uh, hell yeah. He And, and so we're going to have Marcel and Rod on today. Uh, and... Uh, this is his first uh, media thing that he's done since then. And he, I'm not going to ask them. Well, maybe I am. But in this transfer portal world, his his numbers just went up after that well, performance. I couldn't be happier. I mean, like I said, I mean, you know Rod, obviously, from his days coaching at Tennessee State. I've gotten to know him very well. And, you know, we've, we've forged a really good relationship. He's a, he's, a, he's a hell of a guy. And, you know, we talked about it yesterday. Marcel is just a – he's just a – Terrific, terrific young man. It was great to see him get an opportunity to play. And like you said, he was he was he was grinding. He was trying to bring them back. And had he brought them back and had Texas A&M won that game, he definitely would have been the the game MVP. So yeah, it'd be great to catch up with them. And really, the move from Ole Miss to A&M looks to be a really good one. I think he made the right Jackson decision. Dart is coming back again next year. Mm -hmm. That'd be another year. He'd kind of have to wait behind the scenes. So good for Marcel and good for Rod. Now head, the guy that, that, that the guy that got hurt is is he back next year? I don't know, but they did uh, draft a draft. They did, well, basically a draft. Yeah. They did sign the quarterback out of Utah. We'll see. I'm okay. not sure about that, but. Well, he, yeah. you know, he's got some good stuff on tape, and he, you know, I imagine he'll be in the mix to be the starter next year. 361 it, yards passing and 29 yards rushing and a touchdown. Uh, so, 
And to me, that's what I, I know the bowl significance have kind of diminished and they're going to be even more so with the 12 team playoff, but mm-hmm. kind of young quarterbacks you're getting to see, got to see the young quarterback for Oklahoma. Who's going to be probably the day one starter in the sec next year. Yeah. To me, How that's, about that game, by that's the what way. I get out of it. Yeah. Kind of seeing the next. Right. What's future. on the horizon? What's what's well, that's yeah. sort of why I have more interest in the UT game now more than I would. Sure. Cause I want to, yeah, I want to see, show me Nico. Right. Let's exactly. See it. Let's see it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's show, see what you got. Let's see what, what he does with, you know, a week's worth or several days worth of game planning. And, you know, he's, let's face it. He's going to be going up against a really good defense in Iowa. So like you said, man, let's see what you got. But that, that, uh, what was it? Oklahoma, Arizona game. That game was crazy because yeah. remember yeah, Oklahoma. Night, yeah. Oklahoma was driving to basically put it away. They get a tip, a pick six, then a turnover, then a field goal, then a stop, and then a touchdown, and they take over and win. So that that game was that game was uh, was nutso yesterday, bro. Yeah, I've been. I watched a lot of that. Yeah, mm. talk about the swings in that game last night. Um, so. Preds on the road tonight at the uh, Red Wings. Tomorrow night at the Capitals. Back home Tuesday against the Blackhawks and Thursday against the Flames. Titans with every. I, I, I think they're going to go get. I don't think this. This is not going to be good. I think. <laughs> I do not have a good feeling no, about this. No. Stroud's back. No. Yeah, the Texans Stroud's have back. a lot to play the for. The receivers also. Who's the receiver that's also back? Um, oh, Tank uh, Dell. Yeah. Yeah. Tank Dell. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, he's back. So. Yeah. This. Yeah. Titans got a bunch of guys banged up. You know, I guess I'm assuming Levis practiced again yesterday in full, so it looks like he'll get the start. So it'd be interesting from that standpoint, right, yeah. seeing the, the two rookie quarterbacks go up against each other. And, you know, Levis was saying how excited he is to uh, get an opportunity to go up against, uh, you know, somebody from his rookie quarterback class and all that. So, listen, we know this, right, guys? The Titans will play hard. They're not going to lay down. They're not going to roll over. Vrabel will not allow that. But, you know, it kind of is what it is right now. Just trying to get to the offseason. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I walked in that locker room on Wednesday. And I, I'll be honest with you. I didn't recognize <laughs> probably half that. I'm like, who is that guy? Who is, you know, because. Where did he come from? There, yeah, who he play for? But, there, you know, there's certain guys, you know, in your mind, you're like go-to guys. It's like, okay, I, can, I know I can always, you know, I can get, you know, I can talk to this guy, talk to that guy, whatever. I walked in there, and all the guys. It was it was pretty. It's pretty, a veteran move. A lot of the players that we would want to talk to and or hear from, they were sitting at the table in the middle of the locker room playing cards. And that the unwritten rule on that is guys are not to they're be bothered or asked to to talk unless you know if they're not standing at their lockers. So it was like you know whoever Henry and a bunch of guys like Arden Key, and they were all just like. You know, playing cars, and they're kind of looking at us like, "Yeah, screw you guys. We're not talking." You know? Yeah, what did I Eric, don't blame them. Yeah, what did Eric Gar say, have to say yesterday? Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if Steve. I was off yesterday. I don't know if Steve was able to catch up to. I mean, it was like, <laughs> I mean, we're talking to. Uh, I can't, man, it was, it was, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Bowl games yesterday. There were four of them. Boston College, uh, the Fenway Bowl, beat SMU twenty-three to fourteen. Bit of a upset there. That was a. Uh, a really? ten and a half point dog winning outright. Uh, Rutgers beat Miami thirty-one to twenty-four. Kansas State twenty-eight to nineteen over NC State in the Pop Tarts Bowl and the Alamo Bowl wild game last night. Uh, mm-hmm. I was driving home uh, from our game, you know, with the TSU UT Martin, was, mm-hmm. and, and by the time I got in, I think Arizona got up by two touchdowns. I think Oklahoma scores like. 
24 20, straight. Yeah, unanswered. And then, then Arizona closes it out, wins 38 to 24. All right, Kentucky fans. Clemson, Kentucky, 11 a.m. Uh, in the Gator Bowl on ESPN today. Uh, Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. They're great. Notre Dame, Oregon State. I believe you can watch that game on News Channel 5 today. You can. CBS. CBS. Uh, Liberty Bowl in Memphis, 2.30 ESPN. Uh-huh. Uh, Iowa State is a favorite over really the home team, Memphis. Mm. And then uh, tonight, you know, this is... Cotton Bowl tonight, correct? Yeah, this is... I, I'm, I'm going to peek at this just for poops and giggles because I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. Ohio State, Missouri. You know Missouri's laser focused, right? On this is a big one for them. I think, but on the, but to counter that, Pogi, I think Ryan Day kind of needs to, you know, go into the off season on a good note because I'm sure you know his seats get a little warm after three straight losses to Michigan. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Penn State, Ole Miss, and the Peach Bowl. All of the, that's on ESPN. The Music City Bowl. One of the few times I'll be rooting for Lane Kiffin because I can't stand Penn State. Auburn, Maryland, you're going to the game tomorrow after uh, New Music buddy. City Bowl. I will yeah. be there. Yep. I'll be in the building. If you see me, say hello. Orange Bowl uh, tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock ESPN, Florida State, Georgia, and Arizona Bowl, Wyoming, and Toledo uh, as well. So, And, of course, every, the, yeah, uh, I know I, everything's Monday. Right? Sorry, I keep cutting you off. That's I apologize. Right. Uh, I know we're going to break here, but uh, that Florida State-Georgia game, how do you size that up? Because neither team wants to be there. Neither team thinks that, you know, both teams think they should be in the college football playoff. And the uh, the opt-outs again. Yeah, you know, tons of opt-outs. Florida State's got some, I think, the uh, uh, Tallahassee High School graduate quarterback's <laughs> now starting for them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, though? I mean, yeah. you know, there's not a lot of motivation for either team in that game. So I that would be interesting, put it that way. All right, that gets us going this morning. Hey, a little bit later on, and probably the latter part of the show, we've been talking about this. We're going to run down... The Titans, all the 25-year anniversary team, and we've got the votes, the the players that we're allowed to vote on. We're all going to decide who I got to get this in. Okay. Uh, the deadline is Monday. I'm going to do it either today, tomorrow, or Sunday at the latest. Just get it in. Okay. But we're going to go over it today, and I'm going to get everybody's. And people can call as well. We we've given we've got the nominees provided by the Titans, and so now we'll uh, uh, just. You guys can help me, all right? All right. All right. We'll take a break. Calls also throughout the morning, 615-844-5600. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the Best of Rutherford County voting for Best Liquor Store and Top Wine Shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. 
Station, City Slickers, also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Granger presents the ones who get it done as the college football season progresses. The excitement continues to grow with packed stadiums and cheering crowds. Each team still dreams of winning the college football national championship, but come January 1st, only four teams will remain in contention. The question is, will Georgia be one of the four and can they pull off another championship for a three-peat? Only time will tell. The ones who get it done has been sponsored by Granger. Call, click Granger.com or just stop on by. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, with three locations serving Middle Tennessee, south on Nolensville Road, 5th and Broad, downtown, and the new location at Tanger Outlet Mall. You can now order your favorite flavor of heat online at princesshotchicken.com. And don't forget dessert, including special holiday pies. Prince's Hot Chicken in three locations and princesshotchicken.com. Prince's Hot Chicken, Nashville's original hot chicken, it's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. The vest got a lot of attention. Right. So is there a blue vest coming? The vest had been dormant for a minute, but uh, it gets a chance to make an appearance uh, sometime in the immediate future. Right. And, and when it comes out, you're going to see some variations. Uh, and I'm excited about the vest. The vest uh, it gets a chance to be donned in the mid-state area. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Yeah, coming up at 10.05, Picking with the Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. Uh, Rod Reed, former TSU All-American linebacker, head coach there, and his son Marcel, who... If they would have come back and won that game, he would have been the MVP. 361 yards, uh, rushing for, what, 28 TD as well. And um, <laughs> the Marcel era began at Texas A&M. Yes, sir. But the, and, like you, and like you said yesterday, and I agree 100%, he looks the part. Yep. Nico era starts uh, tomorrow in the Citrus Bowl, 11 a.m. Well, actually Monday. Is it Monday? Good Lord, yes. Yeah. Monday. Uh, yeah, that would have been make Ryan Callahan stand up. I got to work <laughs> yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Game's tomorrow, Ryan. Right, yeah, go yeah, Boss 24 They changed I don't know if they told you. Yeah, Ryan Callahan 24 7. What's up, Ryan? <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. How was your Christmas? It was good. Ho- hope it was for you all as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, it's one of those fun years for us with the. Uh, with the kids at those fun ages where they're excited about every single thing they open and take about two seconds to rip it. So uh, 
yeah, it's it was it was a lot of fun, a lot of work, but uh, these are the, these are the fun years. Uh, I'll bet it. Is. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously, as as Greg said, you know, the Nico era is about to begin. I mean, you know, I, I trust me, the the Vol fans that call our show and listen to our show, their interest was already high going into the ball game because it's Tennessee. But now they're going to get a good look at Nico Iamaliava to to play against a good Iowa defense. So this. We'll get a good uh, idea of what this kid's about on on Monday, no? Yeah, I, I certainly think so. Now, I will say this. I think this is something Tennessee fans have to keep in mind going into this game, too. You're facing an Iowa team that, while it is putrid offensively, to put it nicely, uh, mm. if you look at the numbers, they are, they, they're, they're averaging 23 fewer yards than the second-lowest team in total offense. You don't have to be nice. NFL. You don't have to be nice, Ryan. They're yeah. hot garbage. <laughs> 239 yards a game of total offense and they're uh, and they're 130th nationally in scoring offense so this is a team that doesn't score a lot of points but you have to ask yourself how'd they win 10 games exactly they did it with an amazing defense top 10 uh, nationally in total defense top five nationally in scoring defense and the problem for Nico Iamaliava in this game if there is one is that he's down about 20 scholarship players maybe a little more um, Tennessee has lost six or seven starters obviously to the transfer portal and early departures since the end of the regular season, Iowa's playing with a little closer to a full deck. So I do think people should keep that in mind when assessing how Nico does in his debut. He's missing Jalen Wright. He's missing Jabari Small. He's going to be playing with an offensive line that doesn't include all five of their normal starters. Um, Jackson Lampley and Dane Davis could be starting on the offensive line. So it's it's going to be a different team. And, and obviously they were already shorthanded at wide receiver at the end of the regular season. So he has some challenges, especially against a defense that is so good. So if he struggles a bit in this game, I don't think people should worry too much. Uh, he still he still could have a very bright future and throw for you know 160 yards against Iowa and a couple of interceptions, and that wouldn't be all that alarming. So uh, yeah, it, but but for fans, to your point, this changes the bowl game entirely. You know, I, obviously there was going to be a lot of interest in any game, like you said, but this felt like a pretty unexciting bowl game. I think to a lot of Tennessee fans, you know, the Joe Milton era, for better or worse, has just been. Okay, you know, eight and four this season, solid year, but nothing spectacular. Certainly not meeting the expectations some people had going into the year. And some people were obviously ready to see what Nico could do. And Iowa, again, just not a not a very sexy opponent. You know, not a lot of excitement about this particular matchup, even though it's the first time in the Citrus Bowl in 22 years. So, um, changing uh, changing the quarterback though changes everything. This is this is now one of the most anticipated bowl games Tennessee has played in recent memory. You know, perhaps including last year in the Orange Bowl just because it's the start of a new era and obviously the, the most exciting quarterback prospect Tennessee's had since Peyton Manning. It, was it Joe Milton totally his decision, or was it a consensus? How did that play out that he steps aside? No, I, I think it was totally his decision. I don't think Tennessee pushed him aside or anything like that. And and for that matter, I think the timing here, you know, I know some people have kind of speculated on that and said the timing of this is weird. Why didn't Joe opt out sooner? I think there was some strategic thinking involved in this. I, you know, Tennessee didn't find out Monday that Joe Milton was not going to play in this game. They, they have they have known this for at least a little while. There there might have been some uncertainty on on his part at the start of the month of December, but I I, I don't think this was a decision made recently. Uh, I, I think Joe Milton knew he was going to opt out, and Tennessee, you know, not revealing this until this week, only gives Iowa you know five days or so to prepare for for a quarterback they they have very little tape on. And uh, and that gives that gives Tennessee maybe a little bit of a strategic advantage as opposed to Iowa having a whole month to prepare for a freshman when they're already a really good defense. So 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I think this was Joe Milton's call and, and kind of a no brainer. I think the, the thing about the, uh, the senior bowl invitation, I think may have, may have made this an even easier call for him. A lot of quarterbacks in his situation might opt out anyway. You know, he finished the regular season with one of his best games against Vanderbilt. Um, you know, you, 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 you probably risk hurting your stock with a game like this. Frankly, the matchup may have played into it a little bit. I thought he might have been tempted to play in his hometown going back to Orlando to end his college career, but that might have been the only and the strongest reason uh, to consider playing in this game. Everything else, considering the injury risk, you know, what it could do to his stock if he doesn't play well potentially, and the fact that he's got the Senior Bowl as another uh, opportunity for him to impress NFL scouts and a much more valuable one at that, just made this a no-brainer for him to go ahead and start preparing for everything he's got to do in the coming weeks and months. Recruiting, where are we? Get us uh, through the uh, national signing period. Uh, last what was that? Last week, good lord, it's been several weeks, couple yeah. weeks ago. But now, where we are heading into the new year, leading up to the next one, and I guess it's all about the transfer portal these days. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I lose track of time around the holidays too. It doesn't feel like Friday to me, but no, it was just a week ago that the uh, the early signing period ended, and it was a pretty quiet early signing period for Tennessee. You know, it went kind of as expected, but. Um, as Florida fans, though, that's not such a bad thing. <laughs> Sometimes it's okay not to have any surprises. Uh, you know, teams like Florida, they, they plummeted from fifth to outside the top 15 with some losses on early signing days. So it can always be worse. But, yeah, no, no surprise additions or anything like that for Tennessee on early signing day. They've signed 21 players in the 2024 class. Their one addition on early signing day was a transfer commitment. Uh, Jermod McCoy, a cornerback from Oregon State, the following day, they got uh, a commitment from Tulane wide receiver Chris Frazzle as well. So those are two impact additions from the transfer portal, now up to four transfer commitments so far for the 2024 cycle and still looking for additional help in the portal. You know, there's some names out there that, that have been connected to Tennessee, you know, most notably so far Evan Stewart, the, the Texas A&M wide receiver, but not, not sure yet how real that one is. But, yeah, as you said, all, all attention kind of on the, the transfer portal uh, at this point and, and who Tennessee might end up being involved with there is a, a transfer portal window uh, for visits coming up uh, January 3rd through 7 that gives players another chance to take a couple more visits before spring semester classes start so bef- between now and then and certainly with the portal closing on January 2nd uh, there will be a lot of a lot of movement a lot of players still entering the portal after their bowl game uh, and certainly Tennessee will be kind of scouring through those names and, and seeing who else is out there. Ryan Callahan with us. Uh, Go Vols 24-7. Ryan Callahan at 24-7. Basketball, I guess, this weekend, but then next week, uh, SEC play. And I think with that schedule and Tennessee, I'm just, I don't even know where their net is, but I'm guessing it's probably top 15 today. Uh, They go in pretty strong. I think they are the team to beat in the SEC. Am I right or wrong? No, I, I think that's probably right, but the the field does look a little more competitive maybe than we thought going into the season. You know, there was there was some thought going into the year with the the preseason uh, media poll and things like that that there was maybe a, uh, a a decent gap between Tennessee and the rest of the field. But I think there are at least a couple teams that they're going to challenge Tennessee. You know, Kentucky has looked pretty good at times, and and one or two others. I think Alabama, still, yeah, Alabama, certainly, yeah, certainly yeah. Alabama's. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. Although their so overall they're, record's not good, they're still top ten net. Yeah, exactly. So there, there are definitely some other teams that I think will challenge Tennessee. But this is a deep Tennessee team, and I think they, uh, they, they really showed in, in a couple recent games, uh, certainly that NC State game down in San Antonio, that they can win multiple ways. You know, mm-hmm. they, they, that was impressive to me to win a neutral site uh, game like that. 
on a night when Dalton Connect gives you next to nothing and plays only 19 minutes and just isn't very effective. They had other other seniors and veterans that stepped up and uh, and, and picked up the slack there scoring-wise. Uh, Zakai Ziegler and Josiah Jordan-James hitting threes that night. So you, they, they can win different ways and, and have a lot a lot of depth, obviously, that gives them some pretty good options uh, even when things aren't, aren't going well. So I, I think they're going to be a tough team to beat, as you said, going into SEC play. But, um, you know, this 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 Rick Barnes-led uh, program has always had, had a lot of optimism uh, coming out of non-conference play. It's usually towards the end of the regular season and into to, to tournament play in March where the problems tend to arise. So it's, it's all going to be about how can this team better position itself for March. But if you're looking for the silver lining, they, they've had some early struggles and they've had some, uh, some bumps in the road against really good competition that I think have better prepared them. They always play a tough schedule, but getting some early losses, I think maybe helped this team figure some things out that they maybe didn't learn in some past years when they only had one or two losses at this point. And I think, and you know this, Ryan, and we're talking with Ryan Callahan, Govals 24-7. You know this. If you're going to make a deep run in March, you got to have good guard play. I think getting Ziggler back and healthy is going to be a huge boost for this team because you look at that Florida Atlantic game, you know, had Ziggler been healthy and played in that game, they might have won that game and, and went to the Elite Eight. And we'll never know. But, man, you know, an experienced guard like him kind of running the show, calming things down when, uh, when need be. I mean, that's going to be huge for them, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and at this and and to that point, you know, this team's you know, they they still got a couple options there. Obviously, Santiago Vescovi, we haven't seen him playing his best for most of the season so far. Mm-hmm. If you get those guys both firing on, on all cylinders and and then have have Dalton connect and the scoring around those guys uh to to pick up the slack too. That's that's a really deep team and and with and with plenty of options in the backcourt and it's 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 going to be a team that presents some problems, but you're right that this team, you know, it always felt last year that that Ziegler was the the straw that stirred the drink, and and they certainly missed him in the in the postseason, and that's that's going to be I think the same thing this year. You know, they again they looked like a different team against NC State with Ziegler looking like his old self, looking like you know the best version of himself and being uh, much more of a contributor scoring than he was when he first came back from that injury. So uh, I I think that's a big deal, and and we'll see how they. How they play in SEC play, but they're they're going to be a tough out because they do have so many veterans, so many options to to throw at you, and a, and a couple different styles they can play if they need to adjust to a team that has you know more size or, or better guard play. They can always uh, sort of mix and match pretty well with the options they have and, and all the all the depth on, on this team. Where are we with the? Oh, by the way, they're NCAA net right now seventh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and mm. the, the highest of all the SEC teams, Alabama, I think is eight or nine somewhere through there. Lady Vols, get us caught up with where they are. Yeah, and what's what's the what should the concern level be for this program right now? Oh uh, well, I, I think the concern level should be pretty high. This, the Lady Vols are not accustomed to being at, at six and five at this point in the season. Uh, you know, again, losses to. Uh, to Florida State and teams like that that you you know you can you can understand those but then losing losing to Middle Tennessee obviously that's going to be the one that's going to stick with them and and losing by 11 at that uh, to a team like that so it's 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 obviously a a team that's got some flaws and things to work through um, but at the same time you know there's there's enough talent on that roster to think they could they can rebound and have a pretty good year but it is it is a team that that obviously has some things to to figure out And, and obviously SEC play coming up quickly they've got a game Sunday against Liberty in Lynchburg, Virginia, and then we'll start SEC play with the trip to Auburn next Thursday. So it'll be here before you know it. But that's a, certainly a team with a lot more questions than they're used to having going into SEC play. And, and obviously that's going to lead, if it continues, to more questions about Kelly Harper and whether long-term she is the answer for that program because 
you know, it's, it's not, not often you see a, a Tennessee team with this kind of record in non-conference play, and, and, and that's always going to uh, lead to some, some serious questions. Yeah, um, there's got to be start. There's got to be some pelts on the wall soon, like Final Four appearances. Mm-hmm. There's if you're measuring the Lady Vols, it's Final Four, right? Well, and, Elite, well eight, right. Elite Eight at least. Well, there's and there's been a good amount of patience uh, from from the administration, certainly to and understanding that it's going to take some work. That there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more parity in women in women's college basketball than there was 30 years ago. It's, it's a different sport now. Mm. Um, and, but yeah, eventually they've got to get back to that point. Uh, but but you know to that point that just to keep things moving in that direction, or the, is this going to be a team that can build on what they did last year when they had a pretty good uh, a pretty good run overcoming some some real adversity? You know this doesn't look like a team right now that's that's likely to make a run to the to the Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight. But we'll see. You know if they can still have that kind of season, maybe not such a such a problem. If this is a noticeable step back, though, you know what six years into the Harper era, that that's that's a, a that obviously is going to cause some serious concern about where things are headed. Well, the thing about it is, you know, and it's not fair to compare Kelly to Pat or anybody to Pat. Pat was Pat, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's the big difference for me, Ryan, seems to be Pat put the fear of God in her players, and Kelly, you know, she wants to love on her players, and she wants to talk about them publicly, how much she loves them and, and how proud, you know, she is of them and stuff like that. You know, there's there's kind of a difference. Has that been talked about at all up there in Knoxville, yeah, like me, her style for, versus Pat's style? That, like I said, yeah. yeah, and it's not fair to do, I understand. Right. But, you know, whoever coaches UT women's basketball is always going to get uh, compared to Pat. Could you imagine a Pat Summit player making 500000 a year? <laughs> <laughs> that would be... That would be pretty amazing. Shamika no, Holtzclaw no, would have been the it. highest. Think about it. If she, yeah. Shamika Holtzclaw right now, what, they win three nationals in a row, right, with her? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. What would she, her value be today? Huh? Oh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, is what's the now, buzz about, like, Kelly's style and the way she coaches her players as compared to Pat? Or is, is there any discussion yeah. about that, Ryan? Yeah, I, I don't think it comes up all the time, but I, I do think there is an obvious difference there. And there was a difference between Holly Warlick and Pat Summit, for that matter, sure. despite their years together on the bench. But yeah, that, that that's obviously something like you said. No one's going to be Pat Summit, but there there is a difference there. You know, I I, I think I think recruiting still is is the biggest thing. You know, Tennessee's had to be pretty active in the transfer portal a lot of years. They've been still just kind of trying to get this roster back to the point that it's used to being at. There is some talent on this team, and that's where the concerns come into play, the argument that this team shouldn't be six and five right now because there is enough talent for it to be better. But still, I, I don't feel that Tennessee has a roster that's up there with the South Carolinas of the world. They've, they've still got to continue to chip away at that. And that's, that's where the obvious differences come into play between this team and, and some of those Pat Summit teams. But yeah, there, there's definitely a difference in their coaching approach for better or worse. And, and maybe that's part of the, part of the reason for their struggles. Maybe not. It's hard to say. At Ryan Callahan, 24 seven, go Vols 24 seven, Ryan, we really appreciate you coming on with us uh, all year long uh, to talk balls in this time slot. It's become a big part of our show, and we appreciate it. And uh, as a show of our appreciation, whenever you come over here with the family, uh, John's picking up the tab. Yep. Done deal. That's so generous. I, I Bob's, really appreciate Bob, that. We'll, we'll take you to guys. Bob's Steak and Chop House, man. We'll get you guys a nice meal. We'll get the kids fed. All good. Then we're not taking the kids <laughs> to Bob. I'll just tell you. <laughs> yeah. We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take them over to uh, Bar Lines. There you go. Yeah, your kids aren't going there to Bob's. Go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, All hey, right. Hey, Happy New Year, man. Hey, hey, Ryan. See you, man. See ya. All right. I guess you can, but you can you know.
Yeah, you can take kids to Bob's. On your budget? Yes, of course. Here's what we want to do. Uh, calls, obviously, we always do that. 615-844-5600. Uh, coming up, uh, 10.05, Pick It With The Pickers, presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. Uh, former TSU coach Rod Reed, who is now famous because of his quarterback at Texas A&M son, Marcel Reed, who really blew it up the other night in, in that bowl game. Also, though, we're going to start the process. You guys are going to help me, and our callers can help as well. Help me select the all-time, the 25-year all-time Titans, Oilers slash Titans team of the past 25 years. We'll do that. Your call, 615-844-5600. Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You can make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction, serving up to 45 miles from Nashville with quality and pride since 1994. Specializing in residential and light commercial, storm damage repairs, roofing, gutters, insurance claims, and much more. Call 615-484-1425. 615-484-1425. That's Brian Dennis Roofing and Construction. They're professionals who care. Your brain is an amazing thing, but as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's $5,000, $50,000, or $500,000, we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-617-0239. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-617-0239. That's 800-617-0239. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. Attention high school sports fans, are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. 
The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Greg Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all of the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. And you cannot touch this. You cannot. No, you cannot. I'm telling you. you I can't. see you wore your baggy pants today. They're not baggy pants. They are the pants that I bought when I forgot mine when I went to Destin. Oh. Did you hear about <laughs> Did I tell you that story? No. You know, um You they, lost your pants in Destin? I didn't lose my pants. <laughs> I left I left them here. Okay. You remember the morning I left really, really early yes. uh, to drive to Destin that Wednesday morning, you yes. know, the tournament down there. Right. Uh, so I was meeting Nick at his house at six o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to get down, going down there. Nick so Guerrero from there. Tennessee State, he, shout obviously, out. Yep. Assistant AD. Yep. Good, good guy. Oh, great and, guy. Uh, and so, uh, and he's from Brooklyn. You know, you guys. Yeah, he's in New York. He's in New York. Yeah, ask him. Anyway, so, um. Yeah, I get to his house and sort of frantic. I got late and blah, blah, blah. There was the wreck and this. And so I was frantic. So I got in, you know, put my, you know, bags in the car and everything. And I get down to Destin. I get ready to go in the hotel. I reach in the back for all my clothes hangers. I'd left them here. So I got down there. I had no clothes. I could have worn the shorts I had on and a shirt. It's a holiday tournament. You can sure. get away with it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, you know, so I went to Walmart. Nothing fit. I went to bass pro shop now this is wednesday night before thanksgiving and i bought these at bass pro shop and cargo the, pants car, and they're the most comfortable oh pants yeah i love I uh, dude i love cargo i'm pants. gonna go buy more i'm a big cargo pants guy yeah and and i found them off the rack that fit me usually i gotta go to big fat and ugly stores <laughs> omar the tent maker yeah, no D- i'm dxl <laughs> yeah so, uh i have a similar yeah. story you want to hear it Oh, why not okay last saturday now <laughs> forget this titans thing yeah now <laughs> Real quick, I actually, you know, I hand carry my suit when I go into work for TV. It stems from my first summer I spent here in 2012. It was so hot. I was like, I'm not walking around all day in a suit. So I, I would hand carry, and I just got into that habit. And I actually got all the way to work. I'll make it quick. I got all the way to work, and I, and I get out of my car, and I realized I didn't put my suit in the car. So I had to walk in, tell Brian, hey, forgot my suit. I got to go back to Bellevue. I'll be back in about 35 minutes. And, you know, Brian was like, all right, no problem. I'd just say, hey, I've got what I got on. Um, I was basically dressed how I am now, so I don't think that would have worked <laughs> hey, for TV. I think you would. I think you it know. shows another side. I was dressed you. for radio more than TV, put it that way. All right, Titans thing. What we got? All right, well, what, what they're doing, it's the 25th anniversary, uh, obviously. Uh, 1998 was when they moved, officially moved here. 97 was Memphis, but the first year they played here was 98. But anyway, the 25-year anniversary team, they've uh, got about 30 or so people voting on it. I think Darren is as well, Darren McFarland. Uh, here are, I want to go through these real quick. Well, let's get the, the ones. They've given us the eligible players. It's following the Pro Bowl positional format. 
quarterbacks. Three. We've already done this, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, no. All right, let's do Steve McNair. Mm-hmm. Are we all? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nods don't work on the radio pad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's this? this is it a, a nod is as good as a wink to a blind horse. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Uh, but Steve, obviously, McNair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's the four choices we have for the three. Vince Young, Mariota, Kerry Collins, and Ryan Tannehill. My daughter gets on me because she says I call I say Tanny Hill. Tannehill. Teresa does that too. Yep. Tannehill. All right. I'll do Ryan and I'll do Marcus. I'll do Ryan and I'll do Kerry Collins. I'll do Ryan. So we're uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, the choice is between Vince Young, Marcus Mariota, or Kerry Collins. Well, Mariota won a playoff game. Kerry Collins helped get Titans get up. What were they eleven and zero that yeah, year or whatever? It's in my mind. It's between Mariota and Vince, mm. and I'm going Vy. It hurts me to say that. Okay, no, win no. rookie of the year. No, yeah, rookie, rookie of the year. year Mariota won a playoff game, but you know, threw who, a touchdown pass to himself. Who played at a higher level? Probably Vince. Vince. Yeah. Probably Vince. Yeah. All right. Based well, on these, that, are, these are not final, but these are okay. okay. Let's get the other one out. Running backs. There's three of them. We do, I we've think we're good done, there. We already done these. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Derek. Yep. Eddie. Yep. CJ. Two CJ. Well, yep. the other nominees were Lindell White, Javon Ringer, uh, Chris Javon Ringer, Chris Brown, Rodney Thomas, and yeah. Robert Holcomb. No, Demarco Murray. Yeah. Uh, good no, point. No yeah. Murray. On the wide receivers, this one, I'm going to save this one, okay? There's four out of a, I think there's only one that's a lock. Oh, you want to go ahead and give us that one, right? Derek Mason? Yes. Don't you think you agree? That Mortal lock. AJ is another lock. Yes. No debates in my mind. <laughs> yeah. How many years do you play here? I think he's better than Derek. And I love Derek uh, well, Mason. Well, better, better or more productive. And I think... Better better doesn't have anything to do with it. And I, I, I think he, he was a better... He was... In the landscape of the NFL, A.J. Brown was a better wide receiver than Derek Mason ever was. Right. Athletically and productive. But what had, did he do in his three years here compared to Derek's... Couple Pro Bowls. I think he led yeah. the AFC in receiving it's yards about, one year. Yeah, it's not about yeah. who's better. That's not that's not the point of this. It's who did more while they were here. Yeah, I'd take AJ Brown over Derek Mason all day. Obviously. Yeah. All right, let's move on through. All right, wide receivers. We'll keep that one open because so that just, one's going to have some debate. Okay. All right, we got we got three to come. I'll read the later's. All right, tight end. This is pretty simple. Yep. Uh, just two, right? Yeah, well, just two tight ends. Yeah, Frankie right, and Delaney, Frank, done. And Move on. Anything Next. over there? Okay. <laughs> anything over there on that one? I'm good. Well, give you, let me give you the nominees, though. Okay. Greg Stevens, mm-hmm. Anthony Ferkser, Shad no. Meyer, no. Jeff Swaim, no. Bo Scaife, Michael Pruitt, Ben Troop, Aaron Kinney. I'd almost go with him. Jared Cook. Uh, Cook, he had some good yeah. years. Fisher. Uh, cookie. Uh, Cookie had some good years. Johnu Smith. Johnu had Johnu was and yeah. Why the hell Philip Supernall's on here? I have no idea. <laughs> it's because his dad's a country music artist. I guess. Yeah. So we got those two. We're done with yeah, that. One. Yeah. All right. Tackles. Three of them. Are we? Do we? Have, we don't have another break, do we? We do. We let's get the break in. Good lord, what am I doing over here? 
With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Couldn't be happier for you. Well, a Pogue. 12.26 a.m. yesterday morning. Grace, uh, Alice Rose, eight pounds, one ounce, Mm. 20 inches, uh, and uh, all is well. I didn't cry uh, when I held her for the first time. Mm. I'd already cried the first time I saw her. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Fogue and John Burton Show. Putting the fun in dysfunctional. We got 10 seconds, so... Uh, I'm not going to say anything. 
close out the hour. Total mismanagement on my part. Yeah. Bad clock management. Is it 10 seconds before the music That's, starts? That stuff gets you fired. It's like really? watching Mario Cristobal. Oh, he's so awful. <laughs> but let me ask you something, Patton. You want to apologize now or after the show for comparing me to Mario Cristobal? Hold your ground, Patton. <laughs> Mario Cristobal's a millionaire, Greg. Uh, I, you're not That's, too far well, away. You know, I know a lot of rich idiots, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like the, uh, the owner of the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Picking with the Pickers <laughs> presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. Going to be a neat deal. TSU football coach, oh Lord, former TSU football coach, Rod Reed and his son, Marcel. And uh, if you watched him in that bowl game, Texas A&M, Oklahoma State, 360-something passing yards, the future is bright for that young man. We'll talk to those guys here in just a little while. AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports station, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis, the West Coast getting walloped by a dangerous storm. 30-foot waves hitting California's shoreline, including a rogue wave in Ventura County that sent eight people to the hospital. Meantime, the storm could impact holiday travel at California airports and nationwide, as 2.6 million people are expected to go through TSA checkpoints today. ABC's Zorin Shah with some advice. Check your bags before you go through TSA. Make sure you take those water bottles, all that other stuff out of there. Get TSA pre We know it makes things go so much faster. Get the airline app so you can check in early and just be on your way. And of course, just be nice. It's so much easier to get what you want, especially when that gate door is closing and you really got to make that flight. It just helps to be a little nice. FAA says some 43,000 planes will be in the air today at Kennedy Space Center. SpaceX launching an unmanned military plane into orbit last night. This is ABC News. Give the star in your life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them. This is Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $59 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, you can name a star for birthdays, weddings, or even memorials. Over 45 years, we have named millions of stars for celebrities and individuals from around the world. The star you name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Visit StarRegistry.com or call 800-282-3333. Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off perfectly aged tender steaks, juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and even classic comfort meals. Go to omahasteaks.com, and when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. That's omahasteaks.com, promo code QUALITY at checkout for an extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha Steaks, America's original butcher. WNSR. And now Paramount Roofing and Exteriors is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, serving Middle Tennessee. For all your roofing and exterior needs, give the pros a call today at 615-635-1790. 615-635-1790. That's Paramount Roofing and Exteriors, LLC. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. 
We all know that natural life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one-stop shop for full-body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full-body treatment or even a couple's massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Mokara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Mokara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. It's football time in Tennessee, and it's Friday. So that means it's time for Pickin' with the Pickers. For over a decade during football season, you've heard legends of film and field tell their tales and pick their picks. Vince Gill, Rob Schneider, Arsenio Hall, Keller B, Steve the Colonel Crawford, Kathy Lee freaking Gifford, Dave Mason. Picking with the Pickers is brought to you by Tim Leaper Roofing. Now it's time to pick the brains of the Pickers. Here are the hosts of Picking with the Pickers, Greg Poe and News Channel 5's John Bippity Boppity Burton. It is, uh, like the big voice guy said, Picking with the Pickers presented by Tim Leaper Roofing. We do it every Friday morning. Been doing it about, I don't know, 10 years or so. You know, Vince Gill, the first three years, Steve Cropper, and just a, a bunch of people, uh, you know, this is going to be fun. Rod Reed and I have become really good friends. He's the head coach at TSU. I was doing all the play-by-play. It's coach's show every Sunday morning right here on this uh, uh, radio station. I got to see him on Sunday mornings. I could tell uh, if he had won or lost the previous day by his attitude when he showed up. 
Just kidding. He was always flat. <laughs> no, I don't know. Sometimes. Well, yeah, yeah. He, he, he always he, liked to bust my chops when I'd uh, go out there and interview him for right. News Channel 5. So. And his son, Marcel, of course, uh, Montgomery Bell Academy, the great uh, four-year starter there, the great run he had there with the Big Red. And now, if you saw the Texas Bowl and the game he had, 363 yards, uh, passing a touchdown, and really just so looked the part. Rod, I, I know you were sitting there. Uh, down in Houston, and and uh, how proud you must have been of your son. Yeah, I was I was really proud, man. I you know after the the first play when Jalen uh, went down, matter of fact, uh, just uh, you know prayers out to you know to him and his family. I think he had a successful surgery on his uh, arm yesterday. I was sitting actually right behind his mom and dad when that happened, and then I got a huge lump in my throat, and then my my heart started pounding because I'm like. You know, be careful what you ask for. I've been you know, <laughs> one to get in the game, and all of a sudden, he's thrown in a bowl game against the number twenty team in the country. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, after the first snap, so uh, it was. I was really nervous. My wife was nervous. It was exciting, but you know, I think after he got settled in, after that first duck he threw uh, to Max, <laughs> uh, I, I think he got settled in and played really well. Well, and, and I want to ask, how was Tamika, the 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 mom? Oh man, she grabbed my shoulder. I mean, I'm, I'm we literally sitting there trying to go in between. Okay, Jalen's hurt. His mom was there. She's emotional. His dad is there, and you know he's trying to get out to the field. And you know we're we're kind of worried about him first. You know because it was a, it was you know soon as you know when a kid goes down and they call for the card immediately. Yeah, you know it's not. Uh, and that's exactly what happened. And I was trying to kind of calm his mom a little bit, and I think he just hit his head, or hopefully it's just concussed. I, you know, because we couldn't really see what was going on. We were like in the fifth or sixth row, so it was kind of we weren't really up top where you could kind of have some vision down on the field. So, uh, but then once all that settled in, I was like, oh crap, Marcel's in. And, <laughs> and uh, then from there, it was just kind of you know throw a quick prayer up and you know, pray for his safety and, and just ask the Lord to, you know, let him do what he's been blessed to do. You know, Rod, you know, they, they always talk about, you know, non-starters, right? Prepare as if you're going to be the starter. Obviously, Marcel did a good job of doing that because, like you said, once he got settled in, it looked like he had really good command of that offense. Yeah, you know, we talked early in the season, you know, Marcel was uh, – he was up with the the uh, the one group up there, and he was getting very limited reps. You know, when Max and Connor <clears throat> were there, you know, at the beginning of the season, and uh, he wasn't down with the scout team. And I told him, I said, "Hey, you need to go tell Coach Fisher or or somebody that you want to go to scout team, so you can get some live reps and you know be able to stay active and whatnot instead of." Uh, just be, you know, just just down there looking and maybe getting two or three reps of practice. And that's what he did. And, uh, you know, he was scout team probably first six, seven weeks of the season. And then uh, Connor, Connor went down and Max went down. And now he's the two behind Jalen. So he started getting some significant reps probably the last four weeks. And, uh, you know, I've always told him, man, when you're in there, every rep you get, whether it's mental or physical, you got to be uh, present and, and, you know, prepared like you're the next man up. I say, you see what happened, you know, with these guys, you can very easily be playing uh, here pretty soon. So I think he took that to heart. And uh, um, Coach Petrino always said his preparation was really good. He was really sharp in the classroom. 
and I think it showed on Saturday. Yeah, 361 passing yards, 20-yard rushing touchdown, and completed 61% of the passes, including that duck that you referenced. Well, let's don't bury the lead. We're joined now by uh, Texas A&M quarterback Marcel Reed. Hey, Marcel, good good morning, buddy. What's up, Marcel? Good morning, good morning. How you doing, man? Great to talk with you, man. I'm good. How are you guys? Good. Good. Well, go ahead, Greg. Well, I just, you know, right there from the get-go, you're thrown into that. <laughs> what was your first thoughts when you trotted out there? Uh, I know you wanted your buddy to be taken care of, but now you've got a job to do. What were you thinking initially when you ran out there so early in that game? Um, I mean, I, I, I was just thinking I was ready to go. Um, there's a bunch of people, like, touching me, talking to me, telling me it's my time, stuff like that, but. I'm just trying to focus on, you know, what the next play is possibly going to be, making sure that everybody else on the team on the offense is good, um, and then, you know, making sure that Jalen's good too because that's my guy. He's my roommate the past, you know, four weeks of the season. And so we got some time together uh, just talking ball or just having fun doing stuff like that. But, yeah, going in the game, I was just thinking I got to, you know, pick this team up because now we're down to the fourth quarterback, and I don't know what people are going to be thinking. And, you know, you know, our coach talked about how um, they all talked about the people that are gone, that have left, but we have to worry about the people that are there right now. So mm-hmm. I think the team did a good job of that, worrying about, you know, who was there now and, you know, what we could do with what we had. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, having to compartmentalize, right, Marcel? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you know, your buddy goes down, like you said, you're concerned for him, but then it's like, okay, uh, it's my time. I got to get in there and, and – and, you know, show the other 10 guys in the huddle that I'm confident, I know what I'm doing. I mean, how quickly did you have to kind of shift your mindset from worrying about your buddy who went down to, okay, I got to run this offense and try to get us back in this game? Yeah, it had to be pretty quick considering it was after the first play of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had I had the headset on and I was, you know, just listening to what, what's going on, what the game plan's about to be, stuff like that, and it, all of a sudden, he's down. I'm like, good Lord, i got to take it right back off. I just put it on 30 seconds ago. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, and it was a quick turnaround, but I just had to be ready. But, you know, and obviously the coaching changes. We'll talk about, you know, Mike Elko coming in, but also your new offensive coordinator, uh, Colin Klein. I think what he does fits what you do. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. In what way, you think? Um. Yeah, so, I mean, at Kansas State, he he, ran, he runs the ball a lot with the quarterback, which I like, um, and then he spreads it out a lot as well. They threw the ball pretty well. Um, I forgot their quarterback's name, but he I think he might end up going to USC. He's in the portal now, but he had a really good season. And, uh, you know, I think Coach Klein is a good fit for us, just for all the quarterbacks we have in the room right now. Um, and he, he's spoken with all of us. We've had dinner with him. He's a great guy. I've met his family, so, I mean, I'm really excited and looking forward to uh, going under his offensive plan for him. Getting back to the game, Marcel, real quick. You know, we just uh, spoke to your pops about, you know, when you're a non-starter, you have to prepare as if you're going to be the starter. And it's one thing to to have that mentality, but when it actually happens, um, you know, it's it's a different thing. How much do you think that served you? How well did that serve you the other night, the fact that you've always been preparing to be the starter? Yeah, I think it, you know, it served me pretty well. Um, throughout the season, we have, like, QB tests and stuff like that at the end of the week, which is positional things. I mean, usually everybody gets them for their position. But 
those things helped me a lot. As the season went on, you know, I tried to take things from the meeting room to where I wouldn't have to look at what I wrote down in order to finish the test. And then um, that, that helped me a lot with, you know, Coach Petrino, his meetings, and then Coach Chaney and Coach um, Coach Chaney and Coach Coley these past few weeks, they've done a great job of just, you know, going over the game plan every single day, you know, in, in different situations, third down, first down, you know, coming out, stuff like that. They just made it really easy for me and Jalen this week so we wouldn't have to worry about how prepared we are uh, going into the game. We already knew that we're going to know what we're going to do. And uh, they made it very simple for us, and I, I appreciate them for that. Pick it with the Pickers presented by Tim Leeper Roofing. We're going to pick some games. Marcel, you're not. Rod is, because I know he's okay. <laughs> we'll just get that straight right now, okay? <laughs> and, and, and Rod, uh, it sounds like a, a, uh, he talks like a son of a football coach, quite frankly. Well, you know, I, I always I, – I know that sometimes he thinks that I'm being really, really redundant on some things, but, you know, I just <laughs> talk about about being on time to meetings, make sure that uh, you're taking notes and – all the little things that I, I know that a head coach expects of a quarterback. I mean, quarterback is a different bird. You know, that guy uh, touches the ball every pro play. So, you know, he has to be able to be trusted on the field, off the field, uh, be of good character, uh, you know, good leader. So all of those things come in play uh, when you play that position. And I know I beat him over the head with it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he, uh, he gets tired of hearing it, you know, getting your rest, you know, uh, setting an example for the other guys, you know, not hanging out too much, uh, making good decisions. All of that stuff, man, uh, plays a, a integral part of being a, uh, a QB1. And, you know, that's what he aspires to be, and that's the way he has to carry himself. So, yeah, it, it, I know it's, he, he, he knows how to talk to talk, but, you know, I also need him to walk to walk, and he does for the most part. Yeah, it's fun watching these two interact together when they're not in a formal media setting like they are now. It's 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 you know, it's like it's not like their father and son. It's like their roommates. But you, you know? know, yeah, but you got to remember, Marcel realizes he's now from the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and his dad, of course, linebacker, all American. Mm-hmm. Just ask him the all-time leading tackler mm-hmm. uh, in TSU history, and he'll tell you that quite often, won't he, Marcel? <laughs> yeah, but he can't tackle me though. <laughs> <laughs> See what I yeah, mean? We can't, you can't catch him. That's exactly, why. Yeah, exactly. Hit uh, what you can't catch. I don't want your dad falling down on top of you. Neither does the Texas A&M staff either. Yeah. Okay, but but just growing up, the son of a coach. How much did you absorb along the way, and then all of a sudden realized I'm absorbing these things for a reason? Man, I, I absorbed a lot. Um, you know, growing up being a kid, just learning to be discipline in, in some settings so like I mean I'd be at I'd be in meetings with them I'd be in press conferences with them I'd be at team dinner with them and I had to learn that I, I can't be a kid right now I got to be locked in like they are I got to be quiet like the players or you know just on, on the field or in the locker room pre-game um, you know getting ready I, I'd be warming up with you know the punters catching punts or catching kicks helping them out when other people weren't out or, or, or throwing with somebody doing something i mean i've just always been around football and uh you know my dad being a defensive coach like you guys just said he's helped me a lot with you know just knowing what i'll be looking at 
you know, on the offensive side, like, I mean, fronts, coverages, stuff like that. I mean, late in the year before I came up to a he he would call me down after I'd, I'd be done with schoolwork, try to get me on the board. He's like, they're going to be asking you this stuff when you get there, so let's do it right now so you know. I'm like, good Lord, Dad. It's a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he he's helped a lot. I mean, he's a good coach, good father, so I appreciate him. Making that adjustment, Marcel, from high school to college, you know, I mean, it was a crazy season for the Aggies this year. What's the one thing you learned or what surprised you that you, you didn't know going in but you know now? Um, man, I expected I expected the speed of the game to be different, but, I mean, just, just people's knowledge of the game, you know, the, the linebackers, safeties, they all know what they're doing. Yeah. And so I had to, I had to be better at what I was doing and, and where I was putting the ball how fast my feet were, you know, getting to one progression to another, getting the ball out. Um, you know, offensive line and defensive line are a lot stronger, so it's it's more competitive. Defensive line gets to you a lot quicker. You got to get the ball out sometimes. You got to make reads fast. And closing speed of safeties and linebackers is a lot different. Um, and I saw that in the game after I took my first hit. But. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to big time college football, young man. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, changing from high school to to, to college is a big step, and you know, got scouting reports, stuff like that, are a lot, a lot more advanced, a lot different. But I mean, it's what I wanted to do. So, yeah. man, I'm here. Well, mm-hmm. a lot of this was you as a, a freshman at MBA. You got thrown out there right away. And you mm-hmm. never gave up the job, so a lot of it was you just coming in fresh on the high school level as a as a I start to say a true freshman. Yeah, yeah they don't have redshirt freshmen in high schools, do they? No, anyway, not, not that I'm aware not of. Not yet, not yet. The NIL may have that, but anyway, just though it's sort of a similarity of how you got started on high school, how you were just thrown out there. Mm-hmm. Did you pull anything from that experience? Um, I mean, I just got to be ready, play my game, don't panic, stuff like that. Um. My high, my first high school game I was thrown into was at Briarcrest, I think, and it was right before halftime. We were down, and I'm trying to make a comeback as a little 145 freshman. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it, it felt felt kind of similar. Got got to start warming up on the sideline, and the, the whole team's rallying around you because they've seen what you've been doing in practice. They know what you're capable of, and I know what I'm capable of. So, I mean it. The support was very similar. It was the same as it was in high school. And um, I, I appreciate my teammates for, you know, knowing what I can do. And then I just have to have the confidence in myself to believe in what I can do as well. Marcel, take me through the touchdown run. What uh, what were you thinking when you were <laughs> around the right side? You saw nothing but open space in front of you. Um, yeah, we had a little double post concept over on the right side going to the left. And, they decided they wanted to bracket Moose. I was like, gosh, that's my first read. And then I couldn't throw to the second post because it was just, you know, short field. So uh, I, I rolled out, and I saw the edge guy, and I got outside of him. I'm like, there's no way there's nobody else beside, like outside of him. <laughs> I got out. I was like, there's nobody else outside of him. So I was just like, I got the touchdown right here. I'm running it. And then when I get to the, to the goal line, I start doing a little hop. <laughs> um, just out of, honestly just out of excitement I, mean, I did the same thing at 
I remember I did it last year at Innsworth when I when I had a rushing touchdown. I jumped across the the uh, goal line, but yeah, it was really fun. It, it got really loud. I mean, those Aggie fans are crazy. Mm. Um, yeah, it was. Just, I mean, that was that was really fun. I came back to the sideline. My coach was like, "Tuck that ball next time." I <laughs> <laughs> right, because we've seen it. Right, we've seen guys like lose the ball at the one or two yard line and stuff. So yeah, that's there you go, valuable I lesson. Won't, I won't, I won't drop, I won't drop the ball. Before. No, nah. I've shaken hands with you before. Your hands are huge. That ball's not going anywhere. <laughs> hey, hey, Marcel. I'll tell you what. We're not gonna. Uh, we're gonna cut you loose here. We'll pick some games with the rod. But hey, congratulations! And you know, uh, the world's uh, right wide open for you, man. Good luck the rest of the way through college and beyond. Yeah, keep working hard. Go get it, man. Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, guys. All, All right. right. See you, Marcel. Rod, now that he's not on, how proud are you and Tamika, <laughs> that young man? Oh, man, we're super proud. I mean, we told him I couldn't, you know, it was the game was over and we waited for the teams to come out, even though they were coming back to the hotel. Uh, when they when they came out of the stadium, and you know, all the parents we normally gather in the waiting area uh, where you can, uh, you know, see the guys right after the game and, and even though we knew they were coming back to the hotel, we just kind of stayed. And I just wanted him to know how proud I was of him. He normally, I was kind of ticked at him because he normally comes over uh, after the game to where we are in the stands. And a couple of, a lot of the guys came over. And I, I think he was a little disappointed on that last throw or that he didn't. So he kind of just went on in the locker room. And I thought that was the reason, but he said he wanted to go in and check on Jalen and he yeah. was helping Jalen get stuff packed up and all of that stuff. So, but after the game, you know, we got a chance to talk and get some high fives and hugs. And my sisters were there. Uh, my wife's sister flew in from Florida. Uh, she was there. So it was really exciting for all of us. And I was just super proud of him, man. I, he, he he looked like uh, he belonged out there, man. Yeah, he looked like he, he did. Really, did. We were saying that uh, yesterday, I was, Rod. I was really pleased with the, the poise that he played with. And, you know, he sat in the pocket and he threw the ball. Uh, uh, you know, he didn't. He just didn't seem unnerved out there. He looked like he belonged, and that's what you want to see out of a young kid uh, at that position. And it was really what I wanted to see out of Marcel at that position to be able to sit in there and make throws, and uh, you know, extend plays and things of that nature. Things that they brought you there to do. So uh, we were excited for that. All right, you ready to pick some games, Rod? Yeah, let's do it. All right, picking with the pickers presented by Tim Lee Roofing. Let's bring in Paul Olson with. Tim Leaper Roofing. Tim, say hello to Rod Reed. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, man? Morning, What's Rod? up, man? Good morning. Good morning, uh, Kev. Tim, how was your I Christmas? Say that again? Tim, how was your Christmas? Paul. Uh, Paul, excuse me. Uh, Sorry, Paul. Uh, no worries. Uh, honestly, guys, I was, uh, my whole family was down with the flu. Oh, All man. All through Christmas, wow. it was both my, my, not just baby Jesus' birthday, but my, my daughter and my wife's birthday. Oh, wow. Right, <laughs> right before Christmas. So we all had some good family time laying on the couch trying not to touch each other. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Patton, uh, bring us up to date where we are. At Hope Hines, as our guest last week, uh, quickly run through them. Seattle and the Titans was the first game. Titans were two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Seattle won and just barely covered. They won by a field goal. The line was two-and-a-half. Everybody picked the Seahawks except Paul. Uh, next up, Cowboys and Dolphins. Dolphins were one-and-a-half-point favorites at home. They won late uh, by two points. They covered that one-and-a-half-point number. 
Uh, John and Paul both picked the Dolphins. Uh, next up, 49ers and the Ravens. 49ers at home were five-and-a-half-point favorites. Uh, they got blown out. The Ravens won and covered, of course. Everybody picked the Ravens in that one except Hope Hines. Then finally, for Paul, his South Alabama uh, Jaguars uh, – against oh, Eastern Jack. Michigan. <laughs> Boy, did they cover that 17-point number. <laughs> they won. Everybody picked South Alabama. So as things stand, John Burton with a hell of a week went 4-0. Oh, yeah, baby. So right now, and he, you know it. he is tied with our guest in first place at 37-32 and 32 overall. Greg Pogue right now just behind at 33-36. and 36. And Paul just behind Greg at 32-37. and 37. Come on, Paul. Just trying to make you guys look good. Your show. I mean, what am I? What am I supposed to do, man? Hey, you're paying for this segment. I don't care. <laughs> All right, let's pick some games. Uh, Rod, we'll start with you. Uh, one NFL game: the Texans down in Houston, where you were uh, this week. Uh, Rod are four and a half point favorite over the Titans. Texans minus four and a half Titans. Which way are you going? Uh. I'm gonna say uh, if, if CJ, I'm not sure CJ Stroud. Yeah, he's full. full yeah, go. yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's gonna play. Uh, I, you know, I like that Texas defense. I think we we struggle on the uh, offensive line here, and they got some really good defensive players over at the Texans. So uh, I'm gonna take the Texans on that one. All right, Texas plus the four and a half, Paul. I should take the Texans, but I'm so good at this. I'm still taking the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> JB? Uh, Stroud's back. You know, Slim Thug, Mike Jones, you know, Bun B, all them. They're going to be partying. Give me the Houston Texans. Well, that makes Paul the lone wolf on the Titans. That's my goal. <laughs> he gets, yeah, I'll take the Texans as well. Lone yeah. Wolf Paul. Citrus Bowl on Monday. Tennessee is a six-and-a-half-point favorite over Missouri. Rod? Um, again, um, Missouri has played really well this year. Uh, and I think Tennessee is going to be starting a freshman quarterback, which, I again, my son just – narrowly came close to pulling off a huge upset against the number 20 team. But I think Missouri has a lot of firepower. I'm going to go with Missouri on that one. Missouri plus six and a half. Paul? I'm I'm sticking with Missouri as well. I think they're going to – with that freshman quarterback, I just don't know. Yeah, Nico, J.B.? Yeah, it's I was Iowa, gonna pick Iowa, not yeah. Iowa. Iowa. What I, am I saying? You, you, you said Missouri. Missouri. Oh, Lord, back yeah. Up. Yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, Iowa. <laughs> it's the same thing. Iowa. Same colors. <laughs> you guys sticking with the same picks? Score, I, Iowa doesn't score that much, but they play really. They're gonna make. They're gonna make that kid find a lot of windows. Mm. Uh, and you know, UT is. You know, they're built a little bit for those zone teams. I think you got to play a lot of man to beat them uh, with what they do spread in the field. But uh, Iowa's been pretty good on defense. Uh, I don't. I might take UT in the points there. All right, UT minus six and a half there. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. Uh, and um, Paul, Iowa plus six yeah. and a half against Tennessee. Yeah, I I knew it wasn't Missouri. It, Iowa. I, I'm still sticking with Iowa. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I'll take Iowa to cover, but Tennessee will win the game. 
Rod, I'm going with you. I don't think I will score more than 10 points. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Rose Bowl. Now we get to the semifinals. Uh, Michigan minus one and a half over Alabama. Rod. Well, if I were if I were to pick Michigan, my daughter would disown me because you know my my daughter's actually Coach Saban's student assistant at Alabama. Wow, uh, she works in the office, so I'm going to have to pick Alabama on that one. Paul, anyway, they can both lose. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go against uh, everything in me. I, I really I just I think Alabama's dumb enough to win oh i hate them so much <laughs> of course are you going to the auburn maryland game tomorrow yes sir. i figured you'd I be there yeah season, i'll be baby. i'll be there great hopefully season. hopefully i'll see you yeah jb yeah man uh yeah man um rooting for michigan but i'm picking alabama well that's gonna make rod the lone wolf Arr! taking michigan i'll lone take, wolf. i'll take alabama no, he uh, took well, Alabama. Okay. Well, it's okay. Then, then it's I'm, a clean I'm, sweep. Listen, I'm 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 already on January. I'm already yeah, on New Year's Eve. Okay, as Chris Berman yeah. would say, we're all on Alabama. Uh-huh. Just, just so uh, you know. All right, now the Sugar Bowl, Texas minus four and a half, Washington. Rod. Well, being an Aggie now, if I pick Texas, I would be disowned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on me, and and he probably loses scholarship. So. Uh, we're, we're going with Washington. Just so easy doesn't lose that NIL, okay? Well, look, look, man, I think uh, I really think Texas, you know, has done it. Coach, Coach Sark has done a, a phenomenal job down there this year and a really good program. But, man, what they've done out there in Washington, it's going to be hard to slow Michael Penix and those guys down, man. They they really have an explosive offense down there. And they're not, they're, they're not bad on defense either. So I've got had a chance to look at them a little bit. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Washington. Washington, Paul? I agree 100%. Every game that I've watched Washington play, I've been impressed. And so I'm I'm picking Washington. I'm with both those guys. I think Michael Penix Jr. is a special player. He'll make enough special plays in this game for Washington to win. Well, with that, I just want for one last time in 2023, <laughs> I'll take Texas. <laughs> All Minus right, the four and a half. <laughs> hey, Paul, happy new year to you, Tim. Tell everybody at Tim Leaper Roofing we said that. Yeah, we love you guys. Thank you for all your well, support dude. all year, man. Thanks, Paul. You got it, man. Happy new we're, year, We're fellas. going all the way through the Super Bowl, so we'll talk to you next Friday. Yes, sir. All right. Sounds all good, right. brother. All Rod, right. hey, Thanks. thank you, man. You know what I thank you, Tamika, the family, and certainly Marcel saw that young man grow up. And uh, to, for him to go out there – if they would have won, he would have been the MVP of the game. 361 yards, the rushing touchdown. He And I think what we all say, he looked like he belonged. Mm-hmm. And, man, right. he just looked like he was so – so thanks for joining us, Rod. Happy New yeah. Year to you and the family. Along those lines, I know you can't stand me. I can't stand you, Rod, but we're, I'm proud of your son. So oh, <laughs> congratulations. Where did that come from? <laughs> oh, Rod's my guy, my man. Dad. I love me some Rod Reed, man. That's my dude, bro. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you guys. All right, see you guys. Merry Christmas and a happy new year. Happy new year, coach. We'll talk soon. And just Marcel, just man, Man, is he polished? He he, is he has he he been has he been groomed for this or what? I'm telling you, his future is so so bright. He looks like a the football or otherwise. He looks like Lamar Jackson. He does, man, but just a smaller version. He kind of looks like I see a little Mm -hmm. Vince Young in him. I see a little Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. To your point.
right? Yeah, we're way behind, and I've yeah. yeah let's let's get let's some break, break right now. Yeah, and then we we'll, we'll go. We'll take a break. Come back for thirty seconds. Take another break. Come back for thirty seconds. Take another break. <laughs> Fill the halls with shouts of winning fa la 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 Tis the season to be giving fa la 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 Instant games to friends and family fa la 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 Join the joyous cash prize carol fa la 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 With top prizes up to $500,000, holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery make grand gifts. Find them at your nearest Tennessee Lottery retailer today. Please play and gift responsibly. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Grind into the new year. Catch Ja, Jaron, Dez, and your Memphis Grizzlies as they take on the Sacramento Kings this Sunday at 7 p.m. Get ready to celebrate a new year and a star-studded show. Secure your tickets for the Grizzlies New Year's Eve game by visiting grizzlies.com. Give the gift of Grizz this holiday season with a six-game holiday pack. The best prices on the season's best matchups, including the Lakers, Clippers, and more. Holiday pack starting at just $30 per game. Visit grizzlies.com slash packs for more information. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. 
that was that not didn't good suck. No. Marcel, what a fine, polished young oh, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right, we were going over all of the uh, Titans, the 25-year anniversary. We've uh, uh, all agreed on the quarterbacks. Well, not all. Uh, McNair and then Tannehill. Tannehill and then whoever the other one is. Running backs, receivers, Vince, tight end. We went yeah. with VY as the third quarterback. VY? Well, I don't, I don't. Or did we? No, we each had one. You had uh, Collins. I had Kerry Collins. Yeah. So we'll figure that out later. Okay. Uh, tight ends. We'd, all right, tackles. We need three here. Uh, Lawan. All right, Taylor Lawan. Michael Roos. Well, B Hop. B Hop, yeah. B Hop. And is it Roos, the other one at offensive tackle? I think so, don't you? What do you think, Patton? Well, Matthews, here, here the two, he was the oh my God, yeah. yeah. Here, here was the, the Hall of Famer, Bruce Matthews. What am I? What are we saying? He is not on this list because he he's listed uh, as a guard, which okay. he played primarily. Um, so you got Michael Roos, Brad Hopkins, Dennis Kelly, Daniel Loper, David Stewart, who had a really, I mean, he was that you need every one of him on the right side. Jason Matthews, Mike Otto, Dylan Radins. You're kidding me. He's on. Get out of here. He's on this list. Fred Miller. Lord have mercy. And Jack Conklin. So we've got Lord have mercy. Wycheck. I mean, we've got Lawan, B Hop, and Michael Roos. We cool with that? Good. Guards. Yeah, Good. I mean, you could make a case for Conklin because he did make first team all pro his rookie yeah. year. But yeah, I'm I, yeah. I, I I me personally, I'm okay with that list. Yeah, I Roos was followed uh B Hop and played for ten years. On that left so side. Matthews yeah. is listed as a guard, okay, but but he guard. made all pro as like at like every yeah, position on the line. Yeah, primarily he okay. he is a guard. Fair enough. All right, three of these. This is gonna be funny. All right, we're gonna go Bruce Matthews right away, right? Yes. Hall yes. of Famer. Yes. All right. Although didn't play, but um, uh, three years here, but still, mm-hmm. I, I think you got two. He's all a right. Hall of Famer, so uh, he's got to be uh, in. Here, all right. Benji Olson, Leroy Harris, Jacob Bell, Roger Saffold, Aaron Brewer. Eugene Amano, Jake Scott, Josh Klein, Zach Piller, Nate Davis, Quentin Spain, and Chance Warmack. I make a vote for Roger Saffold. I, I thought, agree. I thought he was really solid when he was here. Four years of Saffold. Yeah. I I, I think you got to go Benji Olson because he was the starting left guard from 99 through 07. Yeah. I That's mean, fine with me. Yeah, I before mean, I got here, but I mean, I remember he, hearing his name a lot. So I, I got to go with certainly with Benji Olson. Mm-hmm. And who was the other one? Did we say Saffold? Saffold. Saffold. Roger Saffold. Let's see who else might I might consider for that? He was on the two thousand yard uh, season yep, yep, for yep, Derek. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. All right, centers. We get two. Uh, ben Jones. Yes. Just well, you hadn't even heard the other two. Okay. The other I'm ones. Sorry, right? I'm sorry. I'm Justin sorry. Hartwig. Mm-hmm. Corey Levin. Kevin Mawai, Kevin Long, Brian Schwinky, Fernando Velasco. I love Schwinky. He was a great guy. Give me Kevin and uh, Benny, Ben Jones. Yeah. Ben Jones. Yeah, Mawai yeah, Mawai is in the Hall of Fame. He's yeah. got to be there. And Ben Jones was outstanding when he <sighs> He's was He's in the Hall of Fame, but none of it for what he did here. No. He, he was here four seasons. He's mostly, mostly for what? The Jets? Who did Mawai play for? The Jets? Jets, Jets yeah. mostly. Titans, yeah. and uh, there might have been one other team. Yeah. But Ben Jones has to be on that list. He was, you know, tough, durable, dependable. All right. We'll finish this. We're um, through part of the, most of the offense. We'll get to the defense coming up in a few.
The Locksmith Company, our full-service locksmithing expert, is asking listeners to please donate a toy to Toys for Tots this holiday season. You could make a difference in the life of a child. This message is brought to you by The Locksmith Company, a proud veteran employer. For all your residential, commercial, or automotive locksmithing needs, call today for a free estimate or 24-7 emergency service at 931-801-5427. 931-801-5427. And also visit the LSCO.com. The Locksmith Company is looking forward to seeing you. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville Double Stack, or the world-famous Bar Lines Grinder. Oh, you've never heard of the Bar Lines Grinder? Two kinds of cheese, lettuce, Dijon, smoked turkey, smoked bacon, smoked ham. Now that's some smoke you want. Local brews and local spirits are on tap at Bar Lines. Take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of Music City. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. It's the NFL on Sports USA, and we're in the Emerald City as the Pittsburgh Steelers come into Seattle to take on the Seahawks. The Hawks know how to fly thanks to Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Geno Smith throwing a slant by the goal line. Is it caught? Yes! Touchdown, DK Metcalf! The Steelers always get the stop thanks to the electric defense of TJ Watt. It's the Steelers at the Seahawks this Sunday on Sports USA. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Welcome back live to the Strike and Spare Studios. Call or text at 615-844-5600. The Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Over the defense, helping me uh, put together the uh, Titans 25-year anniversary team. 
And um, let's go to defensive end. Needs three here. All right. I'll go ahead and put Javon Curse down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any argument there? No. All right. All. Uh, Carl Klug, Kevin Carter, Jason Jones, Danico Autry, Kevin Curse. Javon Kirst, rather, Antoine Odom, Carlos Saul, Jacob Ford, Kyle Vandenbosch, Dave Ball, William Hayes, and, and Jaquay Parker. Vandenbosch. Vandenbosch. Yep. Yeah, I think so, too. Now, who's this third one? I'm going Carl Klug. Carl Klug? Played uh, Mr. Eight, Consistent. He, he played uh, seven years. Kevin Carter was here for four post, you know, early 20s, post-Super Bowl. Danico's Kirk, not a bad shout Odom. either. To be honest, yeah, Antoine Odom had a nice run. Yeah, um, Danico's been really good. Yeah, I would either go with Klug or Kevin Carter, though. Yeah, Carter just wouldn't. I don't know. He wouldn't. Well, that, that's a good one. I'm, I'm. I think everybody will go with Carter for the name. Probably interior. Yeah. We need three of these. There's about. There's uh, well, there's two right off the there's bat. There's 18 uh, nominations. All right, who do you have right off the bat? S- uh, Simmons and uh, Jarrell Casey. Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, there you go. And Albert, yeah. Yep. Uh, I would agree. Uh, some of the uh, uh, possibly to take a look at Jason Fisk had a nice early run. Ryan Long had a nice early run. Zenderic Marks had a nice all right. Linebackers, six. <laughs> and there's like 25 nominees here. Keith Bullock. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, he's my podcast partner, so yeah, he's well, our no, no, podcast no. partner. So I got definitely got we definitely got to say Bullock, right, Ben? Absolutely, yeah. And even if he was a podcast uh, villain, I would still <laughs> right pick exactly. Yeah. All right, uh, Peter Sermon, Jan Brown, Brian Arakpo, Rocky Boyman, Eddie Robinson, Zach Brown, Randall Godfrey, not long, Derek Morgan, Stephen Tullick, Avery Williamson, Derek Morgan, Arakpo. I'd say right, yeah, I'd say Arakpo and Morgan. If it's me. And Arakpo for just fighting and clawing the Tennessee Titans out of NFL hell. He's one of the guys that helped change the culture. I, th- I think of guys like him. I think of guys like, well, I'm sure we'll get to yeah. it. But, you know, DeMarco Murray, who you mentioned, you know, they're, you know Delaney certainly. Yeah, they, they stood out in the worst of times. Yep. yep. Uh, cornerbacks, four of these. All right, I'll just give you the ones at the top of the list for me anyway. There's about 20 nominees, 15 nominees. Uh, I would look at Jason McCourty. Mm-hmm. Um, Cortland Finnegan, maybe. Samari Roll for sure. Oh, we yeah. All, we all yeah. agree with that. Samari, oh, Samari Roll for yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, Cody Sensiball, Logan Ryan, Christian Fulton, Nick Harper. Nick only played here three years, so... I'm going to have to do a deep dive on that. I'm going to see who made Pro Bowls during their times. So we, who we got, McCordy and Roll? Well, McCordy, I, I would go Jason McCordy also, yeah. certainly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah. so we got, that leaves us two there. Oh, man, who was, uh... can you read those names off again? No. Logan made a Pro Bowl, I know. Logan Ryan was here, but just three years. Mm. Who? You're not going to read the names off again? No, there's about 20 of them. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think of the guy, who was the guy that, he left here as a free agent, went to Tampa, but he—he's really stand-up guy, good, good corner. He was a corner, right? I can't think of his name. All right, safety. We need three. Kevin Byard. Yes. Any problem there? Anybody? No. Michael Griffin. 
I would go Michael Griffin. I think there's going to be, but the latest career, he was sort of the whipping yeah. boy <laughs> yeah. uh, for all the bad. Yeah, but he no, was. He played for eight or yeah. nine really, really solid years. And I would say Chris yeah. Hope made the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Blaine Came Bishop. over from the Steelers. Yeah, played Blaine, well, yeah. Well, Blaine Bishop. The hitman's got to be on there. Yeah. How nope. many How many do you it. have? Three? That Bayard Griffin and Blaine Bishop. Yeah. Lance Schulter's had a nice run, not long enough. Chris, in my mind, between Blaine Bishop, Chris Hope, or Michael Griffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's All right. interesting names there. Hunter, two choices. Silverstone's not been around long enough. Uh, Brett Kern or Craig Hendrick? Man. <laughs> I want to hope that's a tie. I hope that's a tie. Man. Because you're going from 99 through 09 with Hendrick, and you're going 09 through 21 with Kern. So you're talking about from 99 to 21, what is that? 22 seasons, two punters. Both made multiple yeah. Pro Bowls. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go Brett Kern over Hendrick. I don't know, man. I'm going to have to look. I wasn't here for Hendrick, yeah. so the best – Best punter I've seen since I've been here is Kern. Yep. So. Uh, but Stoney is, yep. uh, yep. what'd you say, Silverstone? Silverstone. <laughs> Baronis, Suckup, and Del Greco for a place kicker. Rob Baronis, Ryan Suckup, or Al Del Greco? I, I got my lock on this one. This one's a lock. It's got to be Rob Baronis. I agree. Uh, Al only played two seasons here. Suckup, okay, but it's got to be Rob Baronis. Yep. All right, long snapper. Bo Brinkley, Ken Amato, or Morgan Cox? Bo Brinkley was considered the best in the league for a long time. Return specialist Derek Mason, Mark Mariani, or Justin McCarrens? Okay, we're on to the next one. Uh, And one special, because it's obviously Derek. One special teamer. And there's a bunch of them here. I'll give you mine. Okay. Darren Bates. Darren Bates. That's my vote as well. For 17 through 20. Tell you what, Donnie Nicky from 03 through 2010 was his specialist. Plus, gave the reporters a hard time with his, uh, the biggest speaker you could bring into a building. Uh, Yep. We'd be trying to Darren we'd be Bates. trying to do interviews and he would play like <laughs> well that's all profanity laced <laughs> gangster that's all rap more reason to go with Donnie at, at not at ten at eleven yeah. while we're trying to conduct interviews <laughs> and he literally almost killed Paul Kaharski one day in the, in, the, in the locker room like to the point where player, players had to kind of you know step in and be like all right this isn't happening well that got me started. There's still some yep. things you to do. You got some work to do, man. There's, There's some, some work to decisions. do. But there were some, obviously, the locks. We got the locks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. We'll take a break, be back, and wrap this thing up in just a few. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. 
Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Everyone loves Nashville right now. It's the perfect family getaway, but it isn't just known for its food, bright lights, and music. It's also known for football. The Trance Perfect Music City Bowl is coming to Nissan Stadium on December 30th. Come see Auburn versus Maryland right here in Music City. The music, the food, the fun. Spend your weekend in Nashville. It's your family's perfect start to the new year. Tickets are available now at musiccitybowl.com and on SeatGeek. Brought to you by Tennessee Lottery. It's the NHL Winter Classic on Sports USA, and we ring in the new year in Seattle as the Kraken host the Vegas Golden Knights at the outdoor home of the Mariners. It'll be an action-packed matchup of the NHL's newest franchises. The Knights know how to cash in their shots with Eichel and Stone. The Kraken will defend with Dunn, Larson, and Grubauer between the pipes. It's the Cup champion Golden Knights and the Kraken outside in Seattle. New Year's Day on your home for the NHL playoffs and the Stanley Cup, Sports USA. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, putting the fun in dysfunctional. Late entry for uh, from JB on the cornerback, uh, yeah. the 25, Alteron Verner. Yep, Vern. Four years here uh, to start his career. Got paid. What? Yeah. Yep. I think he, his last year, I think his, yeah, his mm-hmm. final season here, he had a really great year. I think he made... He made the Pro Bowl, and I think he made, like, I want to say second-team All-Pro and uh, cashed out and went to Tampa for big money, and he was just a great guy, and he was a really, really good cornerback. So I I would put him on that list. Also sort of leaning to Cortland Finnegan a little bit, too. Yeah. With their, I mean, just such an overachiever. Yep. 
So, big weekend. Got bowl games all day today. Uh, football, football, Kentucky football. Kentucky in a couple, in couple yep. minutes, right? Yep, They're top of the hour. Bowl game. Yep, yep, yep. The Gator Bowl against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the uh, Sun Bowl, Notre Dame, Oregon State at 1 o'clock. Liberty Bowl, Memphis, Iowa State, 2.30. Uh, the Sun Bowl, your Sun Bowl, Notre Dame, Oregon State on CBS. New Channel 5. Uh, Iowa State, Memphis at 2.30. And then the Cotton Bowl tonight, Ohio State, Missouri at 7.00. UT tomorrow, obviously, in the uh, uh, no, that is Monday. I keep saying tomorrow, but it's Monday. The Citrus Bowl, the Music City Bowl is tomorrow. Auburn, Maryland. How, how we doing? Who are we picking on that? We didn't pick that game. Auburn, Maryland. Yeah, we didn't Auburn, pick that game. Well, I had the other four were better. Yeah, uh, two his brothers not playing for Maryland. Correct, he opted sure. out. Mm. Yep. So give me, give me the uh, War Eagle Tigers. I think Maryland's going to focus spot here. I don't know. Yeah. To beat an SEC team? That'd be, it, that would be big for them. Well, I'll tell you what. Our, go to WNSR.com uh, and just click on the uh, uh, the community calendar or calendar, and, and it'll show you all of our live uh, events that we've got. Let me just run through them real quickly. Uh, tonight, we got Grizzlies at Clippers. What did they do last night in Denver? Did you see? They got uh, they, destroyed. They, I thought they no hit. jaw last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no jaw, but he's playing, or I don't know if he's playing tonight. Anyway, Grizzlies the Clippers tonight. Tomorrow was it morning. Jokic that didn't miss a shot? Yes, he was perfect <laughs> from the field. For he had a Is he had good? a he had a thirty point triple double, and he made all his field goals and all his foul shots. All right, so I think I think Wilt is the only other guy in NBA history to do that. <laughs> Grizzlies the Clippers tonight at nine. Tomorrow morning, uh, University Showcase at eight. Your podcast at 10, right? Yep. What's good with KB and JB podcast show mm-hmm. featuring Pat and Cook? Tomorrow afternoon, 3.15 pregame, tip-off 3.30. Little Rock at TSU. Albert Dawson and myself on the call here. Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, we got the Steelers at Seahawks. 6.30 Kings at Grizzlies. And then we got the outdoor game, Vegas and the Kraken. Unleash the Kraken. Last time in 2023 for that one. Yep. Any other hits you want to get out of no, here? No, no, I'm good. I'll save it for 2024. Happy New Year, hey, guys. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening to us. I know you got a choice. We appreciate it. Our station appreciates it as well. Happy New Year to everybody. Be safe, okay? Get here. We'll be back in here Tuesday morning. Patton, have a good one, JB. Love you guys. Love you guys. Happy we New Year, boys. see you in the new year. The McFarlands this afternoon, 2 to 4, theoretically. Also, <laughs> Now, the McFarland's this afternoon, and Jim Rome is... Or who's ever filling in for him. Bye. Five sixty AM ninety five nine FM Brentwood.